what up, what up? Welcome to episode two of the Sports Burger. This is BT. I'm over here with my partner, Cheese. What's up, everybody? And uh, we got a special guest this week. We got our statistician, Lester Nettles, in the building. It's going to be helping us out, doing some picks with us and such. But uh, anyways, we're going to get right into it over our little hiatus. We missed a few things, um, big things in the sports world, including the World Series, which ended with the Kansas City Royals winning it all. Let's be honest. Neither one of us picked that happening. Um our favorite pick, the Blue Jays, did not come through at all. They yep. kind of disappointed me, so I'm sad about that. But I am glad that the Mets did not win it because I hate the Mets. Yeah, I was I was rooting for the Cubs to pull that one out. I was I was hoping the Back to the Future prediction was going to be right. I know everybody went out and bought Cubs <laughs> stuff, you know, thinking Back to the Future's right. But but hey. yeah, yeah, baseball's over. Uh, it was okay, I guess. Not really the World Series. We're, I was we're Braves for. fans. There was nothing good about this year. <laughs> so. Uh, that was that. Um, some kind of exciting things are about to start. NBA is tipped off. Uh, Go Heat. Yeah, we've got we've got a couple of different fans. I think Lester, who's your team? Cavaliers. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a LeBron fan, so pretty much wow. I'm just cheering for wherever he wow. goes. Wow, two so, LeBron uh, fans in the room. So, <laughs> so I am true to my team, Heat Nation. What's up? So NBA is kicking off, uh, or I should say tipping off. That's going to be fun to follow. Uh, real quick. Just judging from the first four or five games, who's your early pick for the MVP? Steph Curry with the pot, boy. I'm 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 gonna go with my boy LeBron. I think he brings man it home. He got mad, ripped his sleeves off Steph, last night. I, Let's be real. I'm I'm going with LeBron having the second half of his life to wrap up the MVP. Steph Curry's hot too early in the season, so yeah, I'm going with LeBron pulling that one off. But uh, anyways, that uh, those sports are just kind of. Um, Starting off, we had, uh, or I should say, not both of them are starting off, but uh, NBA is just now starting off. But uh, we're right in the thick of things here in the NFL. And uh, on our last episode, we kind of went over the undefeated teams and mm-hmm. tried to pick who would stay undefeated. And uh, I think we picked like six out of the seven at that time. Or Yeah, uh, my picks weren't as good as yours. We'll get to that <laughs> later, of course. But... Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't see the Panthers being undefeated in week eight or nine, whatever we're yeah, in. Yeah, this is crazy. Week, week nine now, Panthers are still undefeated, but they may uh, meet their match this week. Hey, all I'm gonna say is when Cam gets paid, he plays well. Okay, I mean, you saw him at Auburn. I mean, you know, maybe we'll we'll get into that later. We'll get into Auburn <laughs> later. But he, the man's getting paid and he's playing pretty well. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I had to drop a little something there. <laughs> All right, but uh, we'll get right into the first uh, undefeated NFL team. And uh, this week, um, actually going on right now as we record this, is the Browns at the Bengals. The Browns uh, are 2-6. and six. Um, They've got Johnny Manziel going tonight. Here's Johnny. And uh, the Bengals have won nine of their last 11 matchup with the Browns. Uh, who do you got getting this one? Uh, I don't care who starts for the Browns. They could get Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers, but they're awful. So I'm gonna stick with the Bengals on this one and Andy Dalton. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Bengals moved to eight and zero. The Browns just don't look like they've gotten any better. Uh, actually, you could argue that they've gotten a little worse. Who do they have besides Manziel? Name one person on their team. Yeah, and that's giving Manziel a lot of credit that he hasn't earned yet. So uh, yeah, I'm going with the Bengals in that one, pulling that one out pretty easily, moving them to eight and zero. So that's one our one undefeated team out of one so far. We think it's gonna stay undefeated. But that moves on to the next one that's a little bit more difficult. We got the Packers 6-1 and one going to play the undefeated Panthers. The Colts gave the Panthers a run for their money this past, this past week. I'm going with Packers here. Aaron Rodgers had a down game against Denver. Denver got to him a lot. Their front seven's really, really good. And I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from the Panthers. They have a decent front seven, but they're no Broncos front seven. I'm going to go Packers here over Panthers in Carolina. Yeah, uh, 
Aaron Rodgers played probably the best defense in the NFL last week, and uh, you could tell um, the Broncos' defense is really, really, really 77 good. Seventy-seven pass yards for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, there anyone that keeps Aaron Rodgers to seven seventy pass yards is really, really good. Uh, the Panthers have a good defense, like you mentioned, but it's not near on that level. Um, but every week, keep thinking the Panthers are going to lose because um, they just aren't uh, necessarily dominating people, but they keep pulling it out. Um, Their defense makes fans when they have to. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Cam makes plays when he has to, and uh, they're beating good teams. <laughs> Unless I mean, you're doing he, the Superman he's, signal. He's getting paid. I mean, he plays well when he gets paid. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with you. I'm going to say the Packers in their undefeated streak. And uh, that's actually a little bit longer than a seven-game streak because, actually, the Panthers have won 11 straight. Uh, regular season games going back to last year, so, but yeah, I'm I'm going with the Packers. Packers uh, ending it here. Packers moving to seven Cor- and one. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Panthers were the team that got into the playoffs last year with a losing record. They did. They okay. played good at the end of the season. Pulled it out. Okay. Well, I see them making the playoffs again, but this year they will have a winning record in the playoffs. <laughs> Everybody crying about that last year. Get over it. The Panthers. Well, will be at, at this point, if they're seven and zero and end the season on a losing record, that'd be pretty bad. Hey, I've seen worse. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so now we have uh, one of our two undefeated, one of our four undefeated teams losing. So, so we're down to two undefeated teams. That's going to be the Patriots and. Um, the Broncos, but first the Washington Redskins are playing the Patriots and they're playing in New England and the Patriots have been killing everyone. What's your pick on that one? I'm not trying to be mean. I literally don't know anybody on the Redskins team anymore. I think they have Pierre Garcon at receiver, <laughs> but after that, I know RG three's on their team, but he's on the bench. He doesn't even dress anymore. Yeah, he's out. He's out. Of the I'm going Patriots big time. Tom Brady will have a huge game, maybe even a career game. Yeah, uh, so far this season, Tom Brady has 2,410 yards passing, 20 touchdowns, and only one interception. Those are crazy numbers. And uh, if you're one is of he these. Madden or is this real life? Yeah. And if uh, you're one of these guys that drafted him really early in your fantasy draft. You probably got made fun of first. Not, not knowing that he was suspended. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, and then he has the season that he's having, and you look like a genius. Uh, I hate you. But, uh, anyways. Which you're uh, really not. We all know you're not a genius. Thank you. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think uh, the Patriots are going to win this one easily and move to 8-0. So, two, so far, two out of our four. And uh, to our last one, Denver Broncos, whose offense has looked atrocious, but their amazing defense has kept them undefeated, going to play a really, really bad, really right, struggling I'm, I'm, Indianapolis I'm gonna team. I'm going to use our, our, our sidekick, Lester, here for the first time. Lester, look up how many points the defense has scored for the Denver Broncos real quick. Because I, I, I know I'm going on a limb here, but I think it's close to as many as their offense. Yeah, I, I mean, just judging from fantasy, because that's all I care about with NFL is fantasy. Their defense scores more points than my quarterbacks most week. I think uh, it was something like the first four weeks they had as many or more defensive touchdowns than they did offensive touchdowns. It's pretty insane. And yeah. then we saw, you know, we had a matchup versus the uh, uh, Packers where we said, hey, if their defense plays good, that's great. But unless their offense plays good, they're not going to win. Well, their offense didn't play good, their but their defense played really, really good. The ball against the Packers. That's yeah. hard enough in itself. You got Clay Matthews and B.J. Raji, the big fridge in the middle, and you run the ball for four touchdowns and have two running backs over and close to 100 yards versus the Packers, that's crazy. You don't need Peyton Manning. Yeah, I, I think they've kind of found their niche in uh, running the ball, um, maybe running more clock than uh, Peyton Manning's used to, uh, saving him. Um, it's getting to that point of the season where he usually starts struggling. So seeing as bad as he struggled so far, 
Uh, it'll be interesting to see, to see what happens. Worse. Yeah, but, you know, they're playing the Colts, who've just been bad this season. All right, Andrew Luck is my quarterback in one fantasy league, and he's awful. <laughs> Last week I referred to him as the king of garbage time touchdowns. Now he is not even that. He's the king of interceptions. <laughs> Get anything for us, Lester? They scored four defensive touchdowns. Okay. It's not as many as I thought, but still. When your defense scores four touchdowns, and I think, like you said, it was in the first four weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, their offense – I think at the, I think after, like, week four, it was like the offense had scored three touchdowns and the defense had scored four, which is ridiculous. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I keep saying every week, oh, this is going to be the week that Peyton gets his act together, no, starts not. being Peyton, but I just – think it's moving away from the Peyton show and uh, moving into more of a, a team Hilton effort. Show. Yeah, a Ronnie Home show. And uh, more of a team effort. You're seeing a lot of different guys getting involved and in, uh, the defense just um, being a big impact. I actually saw something funny today. And, I, and when I say this, people are not going to know who this guy is unless you're a diehard football fan. Jim Sorgi, okay, he backed up Peyton Manning when Peyton Manning was in Indianapolis. He actually called John Elway and said, hey, if you need a backup, I'm available. <laughs> Yeah, that's not that's not a, a great feeling if uh, you're Peyton. But uh, here's a little question before we make the pick on that. Uh, between Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, the two of them have thrown 23 interceptions a season. Who throws more interceptions this game? Andrew Luck, hands <laughs> down, because the Colts' defense is awful. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm with you. I'm with Andrew Luck, and my pick's gonna be the Broncos moving to eight and zero. So that's yeah, three out of our four undefeated yeah. teams. We think's gonna be. Uh, Moving on, that's that's pretty impressive. I'm already at this point, we're at week nine. We have four undefeated teams. That's the most ever, and so we're we're predicting three to move on to week ten, which is a way a new record. But uh, anyways, enough of that stuff. Now we're going to move on to the sport that we love the most, college football. And the biggest news right now is the college uh, football rankings are officially out for the playoffs. There's been so much crying about this because an ACC team is in first place for the – well, I don't want to say for the first time, but they're, it's not Florida State. Yeah. Clemson is number one overall. And if you would have told me coming into uh, coming into week – what are we in? Eight or nine, maybe ten this week? Yeah. That it's week Clemson, nine. Clemson would be number one. I probably would have pointed at you and laughed at your face because there's no way. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I, I knew Clemson was going to be good this season, and uh, I figured they would – uh, possibly be able to take Florida State down, but I didn't think that at this point Florida State would already have a loss. They'd be out of the top five, and that Clemson would be number one. I mean, it's pretty surprising, but uh, real quick, I'm just going to like run through the top ten um, of the college playoffs. And uh, Number ten is Florida. Number nine, Iowa. That's another surprise. Number eight, TCU. Seven, Michigan State. Six, Baylor. Five, Notre Dame. Four, Alabama. Three, Ohio State. Two, LSU. And one, Clemson. And this is actually... Uh, kind of crazy we have three teams from the sec in the top 10 which is kind of not unusual but did you think that one of them was going to be florida when the season started no i I thought that McElwain would have needed more time to build his program because he's still kind of playing with uh with uh the defensive coordinator at auburn muschamp right that's his name right yeah muschamp's kids and well i'm not saying muschamp's a bad coach because i thought he was a great defensive coordinator but i mean Look at Auburn now. <laughs> the laughing stock of the SEC. And, yes, I'm getting the death stare from Lester right now. A huge Auburn fan in the room. I'm sorry, dude. But Look, you know luck. it's true. It's hard to blame uh, Auburn's struggles on on him. 
But uh, you definitely could blame uh, Florida's previous struggles on him because yes. just to see what happened when they brought in the new coach, I mean, those are his people, his kids that he recruited that are playing this year and doing really good. Um, Florida's taking advantage of a really weak SEC East right yes. now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. Uh, but, hey, they win this weekend versus Vanderbilt, which should be a shoe-in, and they're in the SEC championship, and I don't think anybody predicted that happening. No. No. But uh, anybody not in that top ten that you think deserves to be up there? Um, You know, everybody's kind of Cinderella story this year has been Memphis. You know, Alabama loses early to Ole Miss, and everybody's picking Ole Miss to win the whole thing now. And Ole Miss goes to Memphis and loses. And Memphis is undefeated. Yes, they are not in a Power 5 conference. Yes, they don't play anybody. I realize that. But Memphis is undefeated. Memphis has a quality win. Okay? Yeah, a really quality win. Why Why do they not deserve to be in the top? Why do they not deserve to be in the, of the playoff if Ole Miss does run the table and win the SEC championship? Why does Memphis not deserve that and they run the table too? I, I, I think if Memphis goes undefeated um, – you may very well see them in there because they still got Navy coming up. They've got Houston, who's in the top 25. They've got Temple, who's in the top 25, who may drop out now because they did lose. Uh, but uh, and they've got a, they, after that, they have three top 25 wins, one over Ole Miss, who was a favorite to possibly win the West and get into the playoffs. So I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised at all um, to see them um, get up there. And I think the one thing that's holding them back is there's been a few matchups on their schedule where they've really – uh, struggled um, versus teams they shouldn't have struggled against. But, uh, I mean, there's almost only so much you can do. You you schedule Ole Miss uh, on your schedule and, and then beat them by 13. is pretty impressive. So I think uh, Memphis fans, they might have a little bit of gripe of why they're not higher up. I mean, 13 is pretty low when you're undefeated and you have that win on your schedule. All right, speaking of more undefeated, there's three undefeated teams that are outside looking in right now, and they're behind two teams with one loss. All right, I'm going to give them to you. You let me know what you think. Baylor is six, Michigan State seven, TCU eight. And I'm not even going to touch on Iowa because Iowa doesn't has not played anybody. I mean, I, I know they're in the Big Ten, I understand they're undefeated, but out of that conference you have Michigan State and Ohio State. That's going to be your two teams that you, if you're a Big Ten fan, we're going to get in the playoffs with. Yeah, and I, Iowa hasn't played a ranked team all season, and they actually won't play one for the rest of their regular season schedule. So No. Nah. Um, so, I mean, I understand the human aspect of the college football playoff, and I like it because – these people sit down at a table and literally pick and choose who they want to play in the playoffs. Um, Baylor, here's my reason for them being out. New quarterback, okay? Kid broke his neck. Seth Russell, a great quarterback, had a, had a great season, ended up breaking his neck. Um, you got a – I think it's a sophomore coming in who has proven nothing. Um, Michigan State, I can't really – I can't give you a reason why they shouldn't be higher than Alabama or Notre Dame. And then the last one's TCU. I think TCU will end up being in the college football playoff because of uh, Boykin. Yeah, TCU is really going to come down to this weekend. Uh, a lot of people were picking them to finally lose this weekend, and they've had some matchups where they were really close to. Um, Michigan State uh, has been because I think the reason they're out right now is because their big win was over Oregon, who ended up not being as good as they <laughs> thought they were at the time. Um, and then Baylor's going to have to beat good teams at the end of the season to get in. Um, so, you know, Baylor and TCU, I believe, play each other yes, at the do. end of the season. That That's going to be your Big 12 championship game, so to speak, because they don't have a right. Big 12 championship uh, game. So one of them is going to go down, um, and that all goes into, you know, making these rankings, kind of figuring out who's going to play who. And I think 
uh, they knew that you know LSU, LSU and Alabama play this week. Yes. Uh, one of them's gone. So you're going to have Notre Dame, Baylor, Michigan State, TCU, one of them moving up into that top four. Because um, I don't believe that uh, LSU loses to a one-loss team and stays in the top four. I think they'll drop yeah, to at least eight. Um, so I think a lot of that is part of uh, how it's set up right now. So, but it'll be interesting to see how this uh, – I will go ahead and say these rankings mean nothing right now. You look at Ohio State last year at this point. When the first playoff rankings come out last year, Ohio State was 16. They went on to win it. Yeah. So everybody freaking out about your team not being in the top five, whatnot. Don't freak out. It'll play itself out. I promise. And uh, if Ole Miss stays undefeated and Alabama doesn't get into um, – and Alabama stays undefeated and Alabama doesn't get into the SEC championship, or do you think the voters put them in the playoff? I do not. I believe you're going to have to win a conference championship. That's why I also think that – since the Big 12 doesn't have a conference championship, that that's going to hurt them again this year. Say that Alabama does not lose another game the rest of the year and Ole Miss goes to the SEC championship and you have a one-loss Alabama team and an undefeated TCU or Baylor who has not played in a conference championship, which neither one of those teams will have. But who do you put in? If either one of them. I mean, you might not put either one of them in. Yeah, I mean, if if Notre Dame wins out, it might jump Notre Dame into that yes. uh, situation. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. It's probably one of the tightest ones we've had so far as far as looking at the, the way the schedules are going to work out and kind of see what goes into it. But, uh, anyways, now we're going to get into our final segment of the show and something that uh, went really well last week because I dominated you in it. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but we got a guest picker this week. Lester's going to jump in and make some picks with us. Uh, we're going to do our challenge picks this week. And uh, let me pull these up real quick. Uh, I believe you made the first pick, yes, and you I went did. with the – the obvious. Yes. LSU at Alabama. Who you got, Lester? Yeah, now, before you answer, I know you're an Auburn fan, and you've had a crap year so far, which I'm sorry go, about. Go over to Cheese's mic and talk in the mic. Yeah, so come, come sit over here by me. I know you're an Auburn fan, and, you know, y'all have had a really sucky year, which I'm not really sorry for because I hate y'all. But um, who you got, LSU, Alabama? And why? I think I'm going to take Bama, only because their defense is pretty good. That's the only reason I'm going to take them. You wish you had a defense like that on the planes, don't you? <laughs> 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 All right, Bailey, who you got? Yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go with Alabama too. I think uh, the matchup plays really really well in Alabama's favor. It's going to be interesting though. They're they're calling for lots of rain this <laughs> this week this weekend in uh, Tuscaloosa. So it's going to be interesting to see how that uh, plays. But I think the um, way LSU plays um, and their run-heavy offense plays right into Alabama's strengths. I, I agree. I mean, look at Nick Chubb. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to go with uh, Alabama to win this one. Upset Alabama. All right, who you got your next game? All right, my uh, first challenge pick is uh, Arkansas playing Ole Miss. As, an, as a fan of a certain team in the SEC, <laughs> I would love to see Arkansas beat Ole Miss. But it ain't going to happen. Arkansas is too one-dimensional. Um, they run the ball very well, and I just don't see them beating Ole Miss. Lester, who you got? I'll take Ole Miss. I have to agree with you on that one. <laughs> very yeah. few words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last season, Arkansas absolutely put it to Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss has that in the back of their mind. Um I'm with you. As much as I want Ole Miss to lose this one, uh, Arkansas just has been not what we thought they would be this season. I mean, Kirk Herbstreit picked Arkansas to win the West at the beginning of the season, 
And look where they're stop. at now. Herb Street graduated from Ohio State. Just stop. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Ole Miss to win that one. So, your turn again. All right. What's the next game that I have on there? Uh, you picked Auburn at Texas A&M. All right, Lester. Here you go, man. I did this one just for you, buddy. All right. Auburn's going to A&M, a newly renovated Kyle Field, which Saban said he wants Bryant Denny to be like from now on, which is high praise for anybody. Who you got, Lester? Are you picking your Tigers? War Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> so Lester goes with the upset. I'm I'm gonna uh I'm sorry, Lester. I'm not going with the upset. <laughs> I'm uh, starting to question whether Lester's watched an Auburn game this season. You, we we do know Lester sleeps during most football games. <laughs> no matter true. no matter who's on, Lester will sleep during. I think he slept during every Auburn game. I'm a, I'm going the opposite of Lester, and I'm saying A and M. Uh, Auburn has struggled in just about every facet of the game, uh, but we have seen them pull some of these games close. They've actually come close to beating a few teams they shouldn't have beat. But uh, yeah, I'm going with Texas A and M in this. A and M started the freshman quarterback Murray last week, and he looked really really good. A and M runs all over Auburn. All right, so we got me and Cheese picking A&M. Lester with the first different pick so far. We're going with Auburn. Hey, going I'm, with I'm his heart. I'm staying for your loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, that brings me to my next one, which is a really interesting one, Battle of Some Undefeateds, TCU going to Oklahoma to play Oklahoma State. I think the TCU feels disrespected in this latest ranking. Because TCU is very good, and their defense actually showed up last week for the first time all year. Um, this is this is really a throw-up game. Um, the spread is actually four and a half for TCU, and you get three points for playing at home. That's what I've heard. I don't know this because I don't, I don't. I'm not a gambling man, but this is what I've heard. Um, I'm taking Oklahoma State in an upset here. I like that pick, Lester. I can't go against them, man. <laughs> All right, so let's just go in with the safe uh, pick with TCU. I'll be the only one picking upsets again this weekend. I, I'm actually at a loss here. I, TCU has struggled some this season. We saw them barely pull one out against Texas Tech. And now they're going against a very, very similar Oklahoma State team. Oklahoma State um, looks a lot like Texas Tech. And we saw the, what happened to uh, TCU's defense. Um, against that type of offense. So I'm going with the upset. I'm going with Oklahoma State pulling this one out and staying undefeated and a TCU dropping out. So Lester going different again? Dude, <laughs> whoa. That one might pay off because Oklahoma State's a little risky, but uh, just yeah. the way I've seen TCU perform in some of these bigger games. But uh, that brings us to Cheese, your next pick, which uh, which was uh, be FSU at Clemson. Florida State at Clemson. All right. Dabo is Clemsoning, even though he hates that word. <laughs> Dabo has got his boys playing very well in Clemson. Lester, who you want and why? Why would you pick against the number one team? Why? That wouldn't even make any sense. <laughs> Clemson all the way. Okay, okay, okay. Bailey, who you got? I'm going with Florida State pulling the upset. After a disappointing loss to Georgia Tech. Kick six, by the way. I'm uh, I'm Florida State has a ton of talent. They have a ton of talent. Their recruiting classes have been crazy. Uh, I, I'm picking them. I'm picking them to pull this one off. I really think they can do it. You, my friend, are alone. <laughs> Clemson takes this one at home. All Nothing right, like so playing that's the first hour. one that I'm by myself. Uh, Hopefully, that pays off. My next challenge pick. This is the sixth pick. This one a little bit, 
Well, there could be some uh, interesting choices here, but uh, Ohio State, without their starting quarterback, with their other starting quarterback, <laughs> they're playing at home against Minnesota. It is their starting quarterback who got benched and is playing because their new starters are drunk. Am I right? <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. All right. So, Minnesota at Ohio State. And Ohio State is favored by, I had to see that right, 24. Wow. Um, Minnesota almost should have, should have beat Michigan last week. Yeah. They got stopped on the one-yard line, on a, which kicked the field goal and tie the game. Dude, you're an interim head coach, and you're trying to make a splash, but you got to be smart. Anyway, besides the point, Ohio State. I don't care who plays quarterback. I think I'm going to go with Ohio State, too. 12-gauge, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Ohio State, too. I think Ohio State's a little too much for Minnesota to handle. They had their time to, uh, time to shine last week. They blew it. Uh, I think Ohio State's too good. I'm going with Ohio State. All right, so next one. This was your pick. I heard you hinting at picking an upset here. We have oh, Navy yeah. going in to undefeated Memphis. All right. I praised Memphis earlier, right? Jump on that Memphis bandwagon, right? Wrong. They go down this week. <laughs> Navy with the triple option beats them in Memphis. Look, last time you picked the triple option to win. Hey, all right. That's in the past, <laughs> okay? I'm sorry. That pick was just a week late because they did go beat Florida State. They did, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see you got. Navy and Memphis. I don't think I can go against Memphis, man. They beat Ole Miss. You can't pick against them. They're 8-0. I think they're going to pull it out. Ole Miss sucks. Yeah, uh, man, Memphis looked really good uh, against Ole Miss. Yeah, I know Ole Miss is disappointing. Um, and it took them five turnovers uh, and some missed field goals to beat Alabama. But Which, if you're a Bama fan, you're used to the missed field goal part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you, you forget to count, though, sometimes. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Memphis. I got, I got Memphis staying undefeated here. So I'm going different. All right, so last one. This was mine. We got uh, Notre Dame, who's now in the top ten, going against Pitt. <laughs> Notre Dame versus Pitt. Um, who Who is Pitt? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't really – I've never heard of their football team. I think the best thing to come out of Pitt ever was Larry Fitzgerald, and um, the dude's kind of washed up now. I don't think this will be a game. I know it's a pretty close spread of only eight and a half, but I think that Notre Dame just goes off this game and shows why they're ranked in the top five in the country. Larry Fitzgerald washed up. He's having, like, the best season of his career this season. The man's, like, 40. Give me a break. <laughs> he's playing like he's 18. So yeah, he's having, he's having a good season. season My point was <laughs> nothing good has come out of Pitt in a long time. Look, Pitt, Pitt did – uh, have a 25 ranking for one week, and then and how'd they lost, that work out for? Then them? they lost to North Carolina, but hey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> they were there. Uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm with you. Uh, I think Notre Dame's really good. Uh, Notre Dame's loss. Um, some are kind of saying it was a little bit of a fluke. Um, they lost a, a yeah, they lost a two points for uh, by two points to the now number one Clemson Tigers. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Notre Dame. I don't see them losing this one. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with you guys on this one. It's not much of a game right here. All right, that's that's all of our uh, eight challenge picks. It'll be interesting to see how those hold up. I have a pretty good feeling I'm going to stay in the lead. Yeah, bite me. We get, we'll give Lester a, a 0 and 8 for week one. For Yeah, a, there we go. I won't be in last. <laughs> that's what happens when you work out of town, man. <laughs> but anyways, we got some big games this weekend. It should be fun to watch. But uh, thank you guys for listening. 
Uh, we might have to do this on Thursday nights more often. That way, Lester can maybe get in on some more. Yeah, I mean, some it was, more it was fun us. having our statistician for the night, <laughs> even though you didn't do anything and you're an Auburn fan. But hey, we still love you. <laughs> but it was fun. Uh, by the time you listen to this, um, those Thursday night games will be over with. But uh, it should be interesting to see how this thing turns out. We'll see you next week. Thanks see for you listening. guys. Thank you.